Actually, I can see the um, the green light on the back of your ah, camera. Yeah. Actually, I can see the, um, the green light. Ah, yeah. Hi, everyone. It's Peter. Hi, it's Miko. And today is the first in three podcasts where we talk about the learning objectives for the course that you'll find in the rubric. We think it's quite important for you to understand what we mean by the learning objectives for the course, because really that's what the course is all about. That's what we're trying to teach you. So we thought we'd put together a short series of three podcasts that focus on each learning objective in turn. So in the next two podcasts, we're gonna talk about theoretically understanding practice, what practice is. The following podcast, we're gonna talk about how to articulate theory in terms of creating stories, which relates to your video assignment. But on this podcast, we're gonna talk about critically questioning, the importance of being critical uh, when looking at theory and practice and indeed lots of other things. So the learning objective that we're going to talk about is how to critically question design theories and methodologies in relation to design practice. So Mika, I wondered what you thought about what being critical means to you. Well, there's being critical and then there's critical questioning. Um, and critical questioning has been quite a bit on my mind recently uh, when I heard people claiming that they were critically questioning the corona measures of the government. Because if you really listen to what they're doing, they're not actually questioning it so much. They are basically disapproving or disagreeing. Uh, and critically questioning is not so much about disagreeing. It's really about wanting to find something out. So I think that's kind of where it starts that you really want to know a little bit more. And it's not just about being negative, but really finding more nuance in your in your critique. Yeah, I think that's an important point. It's, it's, it's not just about being negative. I think when, when you hear someone's being critical, the association is they're being negative. I think that the association should be that they're being thoughtful and and um, trying to kind of understand what they what's in front of them in a in a more complex way than just making a snap judgment about about it when we when we look at student assignments we often use the the word superficial and deep and i think if we if we think of something like design thinking as a as a theory you know a superficial criticism of that is you know it's over it was a trend let's move on to the next thing it's not worth anything Whereas uh, a deeper analysis will ask more questions about design thinking. So it's sort of, you know, what is design thinking? How is it used? Why is it used? What, what do people find out that's good about design thinking? It's, it's really trying to ask more and more questions about something rather than trying to dismiss something very quickly, I think. Yeah, so rather than on a superficial level looking at, you know, what are list benefits, list uh, disadvantages, limitations... Uh, really trying to unpack that and go to this deeper level. Yeah, I think I think it's one of the things that I think that you can do when you critically question something. I think there are a number of things, but um, maybe we can think of it in terms of polarity. So thinking of the strengths and weaknesses of something is quite a good good approach. So if you're if you're looking at something, it might be a theory or a method. Or it might be something like a, a novel or a film or a TV program or something like that. Something that you're 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 looking at in detail is to think about the the strengths of the thing that you're looking at and the weaknesses and just to kind of balance those those two things up on the one hand you know it's good about this on the other hand it doesn't quite do this yeah i agree and you know we really talked about uh, not being too negative but i think you can also say the opposite that you also need to be wary of being too positive because sometimes we tend to evangelize certain theories or methodologies 
you know, if you're crazy about a movie, I think that's perfectly fine. But if we're talking about theory and methodology, um, it's really important to also look at the other side. So for, for me personally, I've, I have really evangelized design theories and methodologies. For example, when I first started working with Case Dorst, uh, applying this frame innovation approach, I really loved it because, you know, it did so many things that I was looking for in design and it helped me in many different ways. But over time, when I got to use it more and learn more about it, I also realized, you know, there's also things that it does not do that, you know, we need to find in other theories and methodologies. So, yeah, being wary of uh, evangelizing something is important. Yeah, I think it's it that uh, it's important to realize that everything has limits and, and working out what those limitations are, are an important part of being critical. So in the, one of the podcasts, we talk about reflective practice. And I think reflective practice is a really interesting theory. I think it's a good theory. I don't think it's necessarily all good. So working out what the limits of reflective practice might be, uh, you know, is part of being critical. So I, on the one hand, I think it accounts for practice very well. I think it resonates with people's experience of, of, of practice, of how they go about doing things. On the other hand, you could sort of say, well, some of the terms it uses are, are really quite vague. They're quite difficult to understand. They're quite difficult to really get a grip of. So there's, there's strengths and weaknesses there. Yeah, and I think what you also explain is that uh, when you're critically questioning a theory or methodology, you really need to know your stuff. You know, you need to know about these things. You need to know quite a lot about reflective practice to be able to do that. So I think that's that's where it starts. Yeah, knowing knowing the context, knowing your stuff is really, if you think of a good critic, you know, you talk to a good critic, they really know a lot of things and they're able to take something and tell you how it relates to everything else. So I think um, another polarity that I I might pull out is comparing and contrasting what is the thing that you're looking at like and what is it how is it different from other things too so and in order to do that you have to have a good knowledge of things you can't just sort of engage with something and say well I don't like it so it's no good you actually have to kind of put in some serious effort to try and understand where it sits in in um, in relation to all the other things that are like it yeah and I think that also means that um, you need to contextualize it that in some situations something works really well and has a clear um, clear value, whilst in other situations it might not work so well. So, for example, you know when we are talking about design thinking, you know there are situations in which design thinking works because it just you know helps explain to people who are not familiar to design how to go through such a process. But maybe in other contexts where you want to do other types of design, you're facing other types of design questions, uh, it might be less useful. There is always a contrast between, especially in this course, where we, where we contrast the theory and practice. So sometimes it's how well does a theory account for practice? And, what, and a very you know, simple test is, well, you know, if you read this theory, does it, does it explain what you do as a designer? So there's always that, that contrast. Does it resonate with your experience? That might be a positive or a, a negative. The other thing that I'd mention is sometimes we tend to take theories as whole things. So something like, you know, the double diamond, say if we were if we were trying to critique the double diamond, we take it as a sort of one big method, whereas we can very easily break it down into lots of different things. So the, the different bits of the double diamond, which which bits work and which bits don't. So you're, in a way, you're criticizing the system of the thing that you're looking at or the structure of the thing by sort of saying, well, these, these bits over here work really well. But these bits over here don't. So you're not just sort of taking the, the whole thing. Yeah, I agree. And I think we need to do both. You know, we look both at the different elements, but also then how it comes together. So I agree with the double diamond. You could say, well, double diamond doesn't reflect very well the process of 
co-evolution of problem and solution, but the fact that it looks at, you know, diverging, that you just don't just go in one way is actually that's something that it ex- explains very well. Yeah. I, I, th- I mean, I think it, 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 it captures something. I mean, to, to go back to the strengths and weaknesses, you know, it's not, it's not just dismissing something. It's sort of saying, how does it work and why does it work? Yes. How could it be better? What basis do I have for critiquing it? You know, where, what, what's my position in this? So I think it's, it's important that you have your own... Being critical is also about having your own position and being able to argue your position effectively. Yep. So, you know, that, that, that relates to knowing your stuff. Knowing your stuff means that you can put a good argument together that's convincing to other people. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's a, that's an important ability to to have is to is to be able to state your case, define a position, and then defend your position. Yeah. So we've been talking about that uh, a critical questioning is about going deep and not just staying on the superficial level, uh, looking at both the positive and the negative sides. Uh, comparing and contrasting, uh, looking at different contexts, possibly uh, knowing your stuff, looking at the parts and also at the holes. Uh, anything else that we need to add here? I think it's important to say at the end is that in the end, um, being critical is about reaching an opinion about something. So I think it's about uh, after having looked at everything and looked at strengths and weaknesses and you know um, positives and negatives, that you actually arrive at a position where you sort of say this is what I think about something because that's in the end we're kind of interested in that you know if you look at a film review or a restaurant review we're interested in the number of stars something gets and that's the final evaluation but that should be a reason you come to that position through a process of reasoning and comparing contrasting strengths and weaknesses all, all those kinds of things but you do need to take a position in the end and that's what we're interested in and that's what this course in some ways is about it's about coming to a position that's sort of defensible and then using that to engage with um, other people's positions yeah i think that's important that we use that position to learn from each other and i would say uh, another thing that i think is important there is that um, um, the, the 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 nuance that's the word we tend to use for critical question is quite important there so being careful about the words that we choose For example, if I say, you know, I claim or I state or I argue, that's very strong. They're strong strong statements. Whilst we could also say, you know, um, I suggest or uh, possibly a question that we could ask is it's it's about saying something in a stronger or not so strong way. And, and, And that doesn't mean it's weak. It means that there's nuance in it. And I think that's quite important as well. I think I think nuance is a word that we use quite often, actually. And it's, um, for me, it implies a subtlety in something, it implies a thoughtfulness in something, it implies that you understand the complexity of something that you're looking at. Uh, And it implies, you know, someone that's really engaging with something at at, at different levels. So when something is nuanced, it's sort of, it's inviting the reader to come, you know, to, to, to understand this complex thing. Whereas if something isn't nuanced, it's very kind of black and white. Black and white is the sort of opposite yeah. of, of nuance, isn't it? It's, this is this is right and this is wrong, or this is black, this is white. And and I think arriving at that kind of nuanced position is what we quite often yeah. look for when yeah. people are, are putting a, a critical position. So, so I think for me, being critical is a positive thing. It's not something negative. It's about yeah. being able to display a certain range of capabilities that you can look at things, you can understand what they're about and you can and you can relate them to other things so for me it's a a very positive ability and that's why it's one of the key learning outcomes for the for the course yeah 
And it's coming back in both assignments, so both the, the video assignment and the individual assignment, you will be asked to develop such a nuanced positioning. Thanks, Mika. I think that was a good a good discussion. I think it's important to say that, you know, we, these, are, these are our views about being critical. For the actual wording in the rubric, I would suggest that you have a look at the rubric when you're doing your assignments and, and look at the various positions on the various le- learning outcomes for, for the wording. Um, but we hope that this podcast has sort of helped you to understand why this learning outcome is, is in the course and what we mean when we say being critical is a good thing. Yeah. So thanks very much, Mika. And uh, I look forward to talking about the next learning outcome in the next podcast. Thank you. Bye. 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 <laughs>